And we are grateful for a good God that we can praise in the good and the bad. And here in North Georgia, we've got a little weather, a little rain right now, but we praise him anyway because this is the day that the Lord has made. And we will rejoice and be glad in it. Thanks so much for stopping by Victory 91.5. That was Bethel Music with John Wilds. Actually, I had an opportunity to talk to John Wilds once on Voice in the Kingdom. Really enjoy his heart for worship. And uh, we're going to get an opportunity this morning to have a great conversation uh, with a great revival movement, a great opportunity to see what the Lord is doing all over the world. Uh, we have Michael Pierce, Georgia, born and raised. Hello there. Yes, sir. Good to see you. <laughs> Man, I'm excited. We just met for the first time on the phone yesterday, uh -huh. but I feel like we've been hanging out forever already. And uh, it's an <laughs> opportunity for us to let people know a little bit about what the Lord has been doing in your life and that unique connection to victory that we'll talk about a little yeah. bit later. Uh, but you and your wife, uh, Yasmin, on the founding team for circuit riders yes and you guys are the directors for the global outreach yes but let's get to know you a little bit when we get started here yeah, this sure. morning about your story and what god's been doing in your life absolutely so yeah it's uh it's an honor to be here i love victory like you said we'll talk about that uh a little bit but yeah i was born and raised here in in georgia dahlonega and uh from a young age i knew there was a call on my life i met jesus when i was about 11 um, I had a, a tremendous encounter alone in my bedroom. I, was, wow. um, I had been at a Baptist church vacation Bible school of all places. And, and uh, an encounter came. All <laughs> and right. an encounter came, yeah. So, I, But this lady was preaching the gospel, and yeah. she said, if you give your life to Jesus, he will, if you make him Lord of your life, he'll, he'll make his home in your heart and lead you all the days of your life. And mm. in the moment, it went right over my head, but... I went home and it just was playing on repeat in my mind. A little eleven-year-old laying in my bed at night, yeah. and I just said, "Man, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta do this." I, I this urgency came over me, so I prayed, "Jesus, I want to give you my life. I want you to live inside of me." And in that moment, it was like, it was like splashing colored paint on a black and white portrait. It was like oh, everything yes. changed. I be, I became a new creation, mm -hmm. um, and I had no idea what happened to me, but I felt this overwhelming love. And all I knew is that I had prayed to Jesus, and then this happened. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, and so from then on, it was just I got to find who, whatever that was. Yeah, I need I need more of that. That's part of why he calls us to come to him as children, because that's right. what all children want, right? That love to feel that exactly. And he gave that to you in that moment. I, my my experience at five years old, my aunt was there and everybody, a cousin, and everybody was talking about this guy named Jesus, and I was like, <laughs> I want some of that. They're like, Oh no, you're too young, you know. And I was like, No, no, I know that come I want on. part of that. And so I have a, I have a similar story to where it, I love it, yeah, I had people there. I didn't go home and have an encounter later. Mm. My encounters came, and I actually we'll talk about that. Later later too because my bigger encounter came in college wow. so part of circuit riders is on college campuses yes. so let's set the stage because here in a moment we're going to talk about this sweep <laughs> yeah. of a move that's yeah. happening on college campuses so tell me what's been going on with circuit riders on college campuses Absolutely. that kind of paved the way for this yeah so we've been going to campuses for the last 10 years or so yeah. uh, focusing on reaching the lost on campuses because right now on the average university campus about five percent of the campus is engaged in christian community mm -hmm. and even in in metropolitan areas new york city boston chicago la it's less than one percent wow um so you really are looking at 95 99 percent of some of these 
campuses are unreached. Yeah. Um, and so our heart was saying, man, Jesus has been so misrepresented to this generation. Mm-hmm. We want to see that change. So um, we've been gathering with student leaders on their campuses for almost 10 years now where we'll, we'll work with students to unify the ministries on their campus because the thing about that 5%, it's not just 5%. It's a, it's a divided and often competing yeah, very true. Yeah, um, and so we we thought if we can unify them, worship Jesus, preach the gospel, and train young leaders to go on and preach the gospel on their campuses, we could see God do something. So, and it's beyond the emotion of the gatherings, yes. right? Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. We don't believe in emotionalism. Uh, we we preach faith first, feeling second, uh, and that's what Jesus calls us to as believers. You know. So yeah, and it's it's sweeping, and and we're going to talk a little bit here in a moment about. Asbury and Lee mm-hmm, University, mm-hmm, yeah. and what has then gone on to secular campuses and Absolutely. still going on some of those campuses. Still is, yeah. And so that's a wonderful thing that Circuit Riders gets to have a little bit of heritage and movement in, mm-hmm. and uh, that global outreach. We'll talk about that as well. So let's get an opportunity to worship the Father some more in song. We're going to get a message from one of our underwriters and have more to talk about with Michael Pierce of Circuit Riders here on Victory 91.5. According to his riches and glory. Oh, he's our provider according to his riches and glory. That's a message for you on your Friday. The Belonging Company and Ben Candleton belonging company there out of Nashville. That song is called Supply here on Victory 91.5. I'm Quincy. This is Q in the Morning. Appreciate the opportunity to spend some time with you. And we have Michael Pierce with us of Circuit Riders. And we heard a little bit of his story a moment ago. But for some people listening, they're thinking, Circuit Riders? Wait, John Wesley? Uh, (laughs) So tell us a little bit about what Circuit Riders does. I know you mentioned college campuses, but I know there's more to it than that. Yeah, so we do take our name from that movement. We stole it, though. We're not a continuation. Um, even Francis Asbury, you know, right. so that's fun. Asbury revival, everything that's breaking out. Yeah, yeah. We were like, hey. Um, <laughs> but uh, we took our inspiration from them because basically it was a movement of young preachers who saw the revolution of Christianity, the expression of Christianity change in one generation. And the need to take it everywhere. The need to take it everywhere. So it went from to be, if you were called to preach, you had to be a, a man with a wig ordained at a church <laughs> who could only preach inside. In a high up pulpit. Exactly. Yeah. And it was a sin to preach outside at right. that time. And they yeah. took it to the fields. They said, you can be illiterate, you can be a teenager, you can be a woman, you can be black, you can be a freed slave, whatever it is. If you're a believer, you're a preacher. So we, uh, huh. you know. As you go gospel. Hmm. Exactly. I've read that somewhere. <laughs> it's almost like what Jesus said. Yeah. Um, but we believe that uh, today, at, in the same way that believers need to be empowered to mm-hmm. be ministers, because it's we've relegated the work of ministry to pastors. So yeah. uh, what we believe in is Jesus' ministry, um, and and Jesus is about seeing the lost saved, seeing the saved revived, seeing uh, sick healed, seeing yes. those oppressed set free. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so that's what we do. We train leaders all over the world. So our model focuses on raising up young leaders to be empowered in their local context. So Uh, We work with students on their campuses, train them in leadership, how to do outreaches, how to preach the gospel. Um, We we do campaigns in cities where we do mass evangelism campaigns, Mm -hmm. like in Bujumbura, Burundi. Um, and and we're about to do a lot in, in eight different cities around the world in the next couple months, so that's yeah. exciting. Um, but we bring together churches and, and train people to preach the gospel, and it's amazing what happens when you train a believer to preach and they go out on the streets, they see people come to Jesus. You yeah, know? And, and what you're essentially doing is you're feeding the hungry. 
yeah, and, you, and yeah. you're feeding that need for authenticity that we're seeing in this generation. And that's really what has fed yes. this revival movement Absolutely. that's sweeping on college campuses. And it's interesting that a moment ago you were talking about the 10 years you've already put in on college sure, campuses. Sure, sure. So maybe tell us a little bit that you saw leading up to a yeah. couple of months ago when it all of a sudden a chapel service kids just stayed at Asbury. Yeah. Uh, tell us what you were saying. Yeah, I mean, you know, Gen Z is interesting because they are more likely to resonate with a brand they feel is authentic or a personality they feel is authentic, even if they don't agree with them 100%. Whereas right. millennials, we if, if we agreed with a brand or a message, even if it wasn't fully authentic, yeah, we sold. would put, we're yeah, done. we're sold. Yeah. But Gen Z is like, even if I don't 100% agree with you, if you're more real than the guy I 100% agree with, I'm going to go with you. Yeah. So even for those who do ministry to Gen Z, that's something I have in mind. But yeah. so we're seeing this desire for this raw, you know, worship doesn't have to be led by someone famous. In fact, Gen <laughs> Z doesn't even care if you're famous. And most of the big worship leaders that we know, they have, they don't know who anybody is, you no. know? Um, and they just want to, if you got an acoustic guitar and, and you love Jesus, they will be you know, they're, they're all in. So yeah, yeah. around, you know, we've been going to campuses for a long time, but at 2023, something was different. And in January, we started our tour and we're, we're going to 550 locations in 27 mm -hmm. countries around wow. the world. Yeah. Uh, 400 or so of those being in America. And we're calling each other saying, Hey, do you guys feel this? Mm. Something is different. Yeah. There's a hunger. It's like the room was leading the band in worship every night. You know what yes, I mean? <laughs> yes. Um, and, and so many students coming to Christ, like way more than normal. And then all of a sudden Asbury happens and we're like, whoa, we're at a, a flashpoint. The Spirit's doing mm -hmm. something. Yeah. Well, I'm an Asbury grad and I had people Come texting on. me and they were like, you know, people are staying in Hughes like it happened in our senior year. 2006, mm -hmm. we had a four-day move like that where we didn't leave. Now, Facebook was a baby. It didn't explode like this last one did. So all of these social media handles, all of these people that were pointing a light on what the Lord was doing, they didn't even know what they were doing. They just saw people gathered. Right. They were like, hey, what's going on here? Yeah. And so, again, it fed into that authenticity the and the hunger, and people were everywhere came. What I loved about the way they handled it, though, is some of the big names tried to come in, yeah. and they tried to say, hey, hey, we'll help you if you need it, and we're good. God, yeah. God's doing something Student here. Led. And these students just poured their hearts out every day, and there was repentance, and there was worship, and there was testimony, and there was... Uh, chains broken and there was healing. There was all of these things, but then the criticism came in. Mm -hmm. So, so what is in your movement in your circles? What were you hearing about some of the people that said, "Oh, this can't be revival because it's not X, Y, and Z"? Right. I mean, to us, there's one ingredient that's essential to revival, and that is repentance. Right. If you don't have repentance, people say, if you ask the question, "What do you need for revival?" They say, "Well, you need." You need the gospel. You need prayer. And yes, you need both of those things. Oh, but yeah. with rep the definition of revival is, is people repenting on a mass scale, you know? Yeah, so, yeah. Um, so I think when we saw that happening, we're like, this is real. Because only the Holy Spirit can convict right. hearts, you know? Yeah. So. Well, let me ask you this. What would you say to people that say, well, you don't need to chase revival? Cause, because think about this for a second. How many people came to see what Jesus was yeah. talking about? Yeah. Now, yes. You can have a move of God right where your feet are. Mm -hmm. No problem with that. But to criticize people that say, hey, I want to go see what God's doing on at Asbury. I want to go see what God is doing at Lee University. Sure, sure. What do you say to that? I think that if, if your faith is what's leading you, that is what matters. And uh, so if, if you need an impartation of faith, 
I, I think it's worth going because sometimes there's a ceiling of faith. And you see with yeah, the centurion in, in yeah. Matthew chapter 8, there's a centurion who mm-hmm. busts through the ceiling of faith. There, he, he says, my servant is at home, but Jesus, you can just say the word <laughs> you here. You say the word, yeah. And, but that had never happened before. No one had done a long-distance miracle. But mm. he, who was not even an Israelite, was able to punch through the ceiling of yeah. faith the status quo of what was allowed, punched through it and said, Jesus, I know who you are. So sometimes you got to go where the ceiling is broken. That's a good word. You know what I mean? And I, I think like that's that. why people went to Asbury. Yeah, and and, and a lot of people yeah. went. They yeah, had yeah. to shut down Wilmore. And, Tens of and, thousands. And yes, it was a lot of people. And some of these other campuses like... Texas A&M. Yeah, Texas A&M. LSU. LSU, Oklahoma. Some of these, mm-hmm. like, big secular colleges, kids were gathering in parking lots. Yeah. There was one Christian college in Kentucky where they wouldn't let them use the chapel because <laughs> it was booked for something, and they were like, all right, cool, we're going to go to the parking lot. So that authenticity yes. and that, that hunger is feeding into this current sweep. Yeah. And I think it's setting the stage for a cultural impact that we haven't seen in a long time. Absolutely. And so we're going to talk a little bit about that and how that ties into circuit riders here in just a moment. And I have this quote from Kim Owens that says, if you want revival to grip a region, let prayer grip you. Come on. And so that's where that foundation of prayer, because of the students that were hungry, they prayed for revival. Mm -hmm. And God said, all right, I got you. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. And so if you're thinking, well, I want what happened at Asbury to happen in my community, get a hold of a life of prayer. Yes. Travailing prayer always precedes big moves of God. Mm -hmm. And so you know now, though, just from this conversation and not even if you if you go back and look at all this other stuff going on, you know that God is doing these things and wants to do these things. So find you some people that have that same hunger and get into prayer and you'll see God move. We are going to continue our conversation uh, with Michael of Circuit Riders here in just a little bit. Well, yes, when we pray, it should be in Jesus' name, and that is uh, citizens with that reminder for us here on your Friday on Q in the Morning, Victory 91.5. We're so glad that you've joined us and so glad that you allow us to be part of your day. One of the things that I love that we get to do here at Victory is we get to pray every hour, and uh, we're going to have Michael Pierce do that from Circuit Riders in just a little bit. Uh, But before we jump in uh, to an opportunity to pray, I want to talk a little bit about these these moves and 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 for two weeks that was all social media was <laughs> like sure. was sure. all we saw was this college campus setting on fire and this college campus setting on fire and this one of what god was doing but now we've kind of seen the ebb of that and the flow of that and we're kind of coming out of that season what are you seeing on some of the campuses now that this season's kind of evening back out yeah well one thing that we're seeing so we, we've been doing gatherings on campuses all over the world mm-hmm. for the last eight weeks and the amazing thing this year that's it happens all the time but way more this year for some reason is continued movement of students after our team leaves saying we want to keep preaching the gospel we want to keep worshiping and doing nine hour prayer burns seven hour prayer burns you know going and sitting every friday to go preach the gospel so and we're seeing amazing things seeing suicides interrupted Mm. um seeing physical healings happen on university campuses even ivy leagues you know so so you're seeing the fruit of revival absolutely yeah absolutely yeah well in our opportunity to pray then um i would love for you to lead us in prayer points of where we can intercede for these kids and Mm -hmm. leadership that's around them 
and maybe what God is doing next coming out of this particular move. Yeah, that's good. Well, I think uh, one of our favorite prayer points in Circuit Riders is from Matthew chapter 9, 35 to 38. And Jesus says, uh, he, he looks over the crowds and he, he sees that they're harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. And mm. so he's, he's moved with compassion, which is a brokenness deep inside. And then he says, you'd think there's so many things he could say as a response to that, but he says, pray that the mm. Lord of the harvest would send laborers into his harvest field. And, uh, and so I think one of the things, you know, these students, um, you know, we just need more young people on campuses preaching the gospel, I think. And so I think that's the number one prayer point is that they would have, like Paul prayed, open doors to preach the gospel and that more students would be awakened to do that. Mm. Um, and I think for all of us in our daily lives, praying for that boldness and that courage, because that's what's going to bring revival. Yeah. yeah so. that, and that's what takes Peter from denying to the best sermon in his life yeah, exactly. in Acts 2. Is the difference in between is the Holy Spirit yes, and the boldness yes. that comes with that. So why don't you lead us in prayer and, and, and focusing on those points sure. that you just talked about. Absolutely. Well, Holy Spirit, we thank you right now that you are desiring to fill our lives. The Holy Spirit is asking for more and more and more from each of us and of each of us. And so, Holy Spirit, we ask you that you would fill every car right now, Jesus, every house, every office, every place where this is being played, and that you would impact people's hearts, Lord, with a courage and a boldness. And Lord, for these university students across America, I just want to ask if everyone can agree with me in prayer on this, that they would be filled with a boldness to preach the gospel, that Christians on campuses, from Christian campuses to the Ivy Leagues, to community colleges, to state schools, and everywhere in between, Lord, that you would fill them with a confidence, Jesus, in their identity and what you've called them to, God. And we ask you that you would send more laborers into these harvest fields, these ripe harvest fields of the universities, Jesus, and that you would move us with the same compassion that you felt in your heart, with a broken heart, Lord, that you would do it in Jesus' name, that we would see it in our lifetime, even now, even this year, in Jesus' name. Mm, In Jesus' name. We are going to have some more with Michael, and we're going to, next time we have an opportunity to talk after some more anointed worship music, we're going to talk about Michael's connection to us here at Victory. So you want to stay tuned for that here on Victory 91.5. Hallelujah. We need one of those some mornings, especially when it's a little gray outside here in North Georgia. If you're listening over the air, that's in Atlanta and North Georgia on 91.5 here on Victory. You also could be listening, Victory.radio or the More Music app. That's M-O-R, the More Music app. And in those two avenues... You might be listening from over 200 countries and in all 50 states. So we're very grateful for any way that you're listening. You can even tell Alexa to play Victory 91.5. So lots of ways to listen. You can also be connected through Facebook and Instagram at Victory 91.5. This morning here on Q in the Morning, a little different. Get the opportunity to have a guest. And I always love when people come in the studio because most mornings I'm all by myself. And so we've had Michael Pierce here uh, having a great time. And Ray, you know, just listening in his car decided, hey, I'm going to come over and join the fun. (laughs) And it's perfect timing because the story uh, right now that we're going to jump into with Michael is his personal connection to victory. And and so, Michael, I know, you know, Delonago, born and raised, North Georgia, Mm -hmm. and, uh, and victory 
Uh, yeah. You have a lot of history listening yeah. to the sound of Actually, revival. Huge impact in my life, and so it's so fun having Ray here, sitting in the same studio. I'm like, wow, this is a full <laughs> circle moment for me. Um, so I'm 28 now, but when I was 11, like I said earlier, I met Jesus, and for the next few years, I just wanted something real and deep and authentic. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, you know, bashing any other radio stations, but there wasn't a lot of that out there. And somehow I stumbled on 91.5. Uh, on, on a driver from a friend or something, and there was this deep worship that was, it was just a different feel. It's like the Holy Spirit filled the car yeah. in a way, you know, Amen. and uh, and it exposed me to this greater world because I didn't know, you know, my exposure to Christianity was the Baptist Church, the Methodist Church, Chris Tomlin Hillsong, which I <laughs> yeah. love all those things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they good foundation. Me. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, but I didn't know there was more. Right. So that was really 91.5 had that exposure, um, and it had a great part of my family too with my dad. I can share more of that story um, if you want. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, so. Yeah, my so as I had met Jesus, my father was not a Christian yet, and uh, so he, and he was, you know, he wouldn't mind me saying this because he tells this story all the time, but he was dealing with addiction mm-hmm. um, in, in several different areas, and uh, and just wrestling with is this thing real? My kids are becoming Christians. What's <laughs> happening? You know, and uh, he wanted to listen to you know. The fish, not bashing the fish again, but um, and 104.7. And um, <laughs> listen to that, he's, he's promoting another radio station. Well, so, uh, but we would always say, No, dad, we want to listen to Victory 91.5. Hey, there we go. Th- we loved the the worship and the authentic songs that you guys would play and he would just be uh, tormented by that <laughs> um, and so but after a few years it wore down on him and he was like man what is this and hey, there's a new um, tagline in that somewhere victory we wear you down yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but through the the holy spirit i really think was speaking to him through the Absolutely. songs and through your guys's radio and and he always would talk about ray's prayer and um, he would it would be stuck on his car, and Mark Rutland would be preaching, I think, at 12 yeah, every 1230, day. Yeah, 12.30. Yeah, 12.30. So he would hear those, and eventually he, he ended up. It wasn't the only thing, but it was a big part of it. Um, he made the decision to give wow. his life to Jesus, left all his drugs behind. And in one day, he made 180-degree mm. turn, different man overnight, mm. became the most on-fire man that I knew. Wow. So, yeah. That's powerful. Ray, what, what do you have to say to that as the guy that's been helping shepherd this the last 10, 11 years? Well, that's Obviously, what we always go for, that's the hope and the dream, and Jim has been one of those. That's He has been very passionate for Jesus, yeah. and he's passionate for victory as well, and uh, got to know him through the years, and he's the one who reached out and said, Michael's coming home, and I loved your testimony, and I loved his, his and uh, so, you know, regardless of what people are filling their lives with, that is the one desire, uh, that reason we call it the sound of revival, is mm. there's a lot of dead people in our churches. Yeah. And in our families, and and sometimes the best remedy for that is just a is 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 just this, the depth of who God is, and, yes. and to wear them down. You know, that's well, part. You, do. Yeah. you have to have a revelation of who He is, and yeah. that He's. You know, in There's your more. car, that he is Emmanuel, and he's not—he's yeah. not just the God of your church. That he is literally the God who's going to be in your car, yeah. going to help mm-hmm. you get off addiction, and going to do all those things. And so, yeah, I, I love that. So I was looking forward to trying to get here this morning, yeah. really, you know, so I could uh, spend some time with Michael in here. You know, where, yeah. where victory fit in the in the picture for him too. So, yeah. so with that in mind, that we've just learned about this part of your story and the encounter you had after a VBS. How does all of that play into now what you do with Circuit Rider? Well, I think it, uh, it, you know, it lit a fire in me that mm-hmm. 
I can't be okay with the status quo that Ooh. there's more. And that's the one thing that I think with victory that it, it always did for me was like there's there's more that I have access to. Mm-hmm. And I think chasing that, the deeper realms of relationship with the Holy Spirit is what led me into everything I'm doing now. Yeah, so. and, and being a rebel by saying, Dad, this is what we're listening to. <laughs> we're going to, you know, yeah. circuit riders are rebels too. Exactly. So. Yeah, there we go. Revolutionaries. <laughs> yes, That's revolutionary it. rebels, the circuit riders. <laughs> well, we still have another opportunity to talk to Michael. We're going to give you some more of the details of how you can connect with circuit riders and what God is doing now and what yep. God is going to be doing next through this global movement. And uh, we're looking forward to what else the Lord is going to tell us through Michael. Uh, He and his wife are the directors of the global outreach of Circuit Riders, and we'll touch on that again here in just a moment. Let's get back into some anointed worship music here on Victory 91.5. Well, that's the gospel. It's out of the grave and into the promised land. We were talking about that as-you-go gospel a little earlier since, you know, we have Michael here from Circuit Riders talking about revival and evangelism and how it's sweeping the world right now in a special way. And, uh, you know, that song by Tribal, it had Cecily on there. It had Maverick City Music. And, you know, we talk often, or at least I do here, uh, all the songs we play recently about all these collaborations that are happening now in yeah. worship. And that's something that you guys do really well. You've brought all these, you know, the Black Voices movement that sure. was just in Atlanta last weekend, bringing together all these different people that could have their own careers, yeah. but they're coming together under circuit riders and, and doing something special. Talk a little bit about that environment with what you guys are doing. Yeah, absolutely. We, we love collaboration. I think it's where the kingdom is going, you know, it's, yeah, yeah. it's uh, dropping those barriers and coming together. Um, and agreeing around Jesus. So, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, even it, we've got a few different movements, um, mm-hmm. but even within our music, you know, we've got a bunch of different artists from a lot of different places. We have a lot coming down the pipeline in the next year, so everybody be watching out for that, Circuit Rider Music. Um, Absolutely. But with our Black Voices Project, uh, and, it, you know, there's, there's so much to say there, but... Um, Really, with our, our movements, we've got the main three that people associate with circuit riders is we've got Carry the Love, which mm-hmm. is we want to see Jesus represented correctly to a generation, empower young people to preach the gospel. That's the Carry the Love movement. Mm-hmm. We've got Brave Love Women, which is empowering women uh, to be the solution wherever they are, whatever that looks like. And then Black Voices Movement, which is empowering young black leaders in their Christ-centered purpose. And we primarily go to historically black colleges, HBCUs around America. Man, so. that's powerful outreach. And you and your wife are involved in the global outreach. Sure. And you've been talking passionately about Africa and some other areas. Mm-hmm. You know, so we've talked most of the morning about what God is doing. What, what's kind of next for what you guys are experiencing as yeah. circuit riders yeah. right now? So, um, like I said, we're reaching about 400 universities in America. And then we're on probably close to 100 universities in Europe across 25 countries. Um, And then we've got a team of Kenyan circuit riders in Kenya that are actually (laughs) right now going on tour to about 50 campuses in Kenya. Um, We're doing large-scale outreaches. So this July we'll be in Burundi, a small country in in Mm -hmm. eastern Africa, doing a a large-scale campaign reaching hopefully tens of thousands of people in Bujumbura, Burundi. Going to be gathering a bunch of leaders in Egypt, uh, you know, from across the Middle East. So there's a lot going on. Coming up in the next couple of months, we're going to be doing, people can look for Carry the Love festivals. You can just go to Carry the Love on Instagram and you'll see it. Um, but we're going to do, uh, we'll be in Tulsa, Oklahoma. We'll be in Los Angeles. We'll be at LSU in Baton Rouge. Mm. Uh, we'll be in Newark, New Jersey. We'll be in Tijuana, London, uh, Budapest, and then Burundi wow. in the next few months. Um, so 
uh, all in April, May, and June. Um, See, I'll take that as-you-go thing real seriously. Yeah, yeah, we're there. busy. <laughs> we got a few things going on. At least you don't have to ride horses anymore as, as right, circuit right. riders, right? Well, for people that are hearing this and they're hearing the passion from you and knowing what the Lord is doing through circuit riders, you know, I, I know as a, we're a listener-funded ministry, mm-hmm. what is it that people can do? Where can they go to connect with you guys, to pray for you guys? Yes. What's the best ways to connect? Uh, I know social media, website. Absolutely. So, you know, all of our movements have their own social media, but the central place where you can find it is circuitriders.com. So it's circuit like an electrical circuit and riders like a horse rider. <laughs> so circuitriders, plural.com. Um, and there, there's you can find information on our training schools who, for people who want to say, you know, hey, I want to learn how yeah. to preach the gospel. We we love training. That's what we do. Yeah. Um, so we've got a few uh, opportunities there. And then uh, for people who would want to support or, or invest in what we do, we are all full-time missionaries and all of our work, you know, is funded mm-hmm. by just like you guys. So yeah. um, all that information is on our website there, circuitriders.com. That's powerful, man. Yeah. Well, we are so glad that you got to come home today. Yeah, me too. You know, <laughs> like, you know, being out there in California, it can, yep. you know, it can get a little murky it's a little out wild there. out there. <laughs> yeah. So I'm glad we can center you back at home today. Thanks so much for spending time sure. with me this morning. It's my man. honor. Here on Q in the Morning on Victory 91.5.